Today is November 4th, 2020. This is episode 69 of Very Much Not Back to Normal. And very much not nice. Yesterday when I was planning episode number 69 and it was supposed to be election uh, day, the day we would know the results of the election, I was really hoping that I was going to be able to have fun with it, make a fun joke. This is not a time for joking. Today is not going to be a fun episode. Um, I have a few things I want to say, but I don't really have any prepared notes other than the thing that I just thought of this morning, um, which is the thought that it is so 2020 to make the last eight months feel like a few weeks, only to turn around in November and make the next few weeks feel like eight months. Honestly, it feels like we haven't really had any time since March, and I just get the sense that we're everything is good you know, just not make sense for a while. Um, and I know that yesterday, between the hours of, say, noon and 9 p.m., felt like a week. And so I'm just expecting that that feeling is not going to change. Um, I understand, I've, I've been given to understand that um, voting for Donald Trump is very much about owning the libs and, like, tears. And I just want to rebuke that a little and say that, like, Yes, I have liberal values. I have progressive views. Um, I'm not crying. I'm not sad about this. This makes me angry. Um, this makes me upset. And it's not even my country. I just I have so many people that I consider close people who I listen to on podcasts, YouTubers, um, people who I obviously I, I don't really consider them friends, but they're kind of friends on the Internet in that we are probably aware of one another and can just talk about these kinds of things together. And honestly, I'm sad for them, but I'm mostly angry for them because it's so clear to me and looking at exit polling data, um, I'm not mad at everybody in the States. I'm mad at white people in the States and I'm mad more than women at men. White men in the States are propping up white supremacy and I, it's just it, unconscionable. And the fact that for the last four years, Republicans in charge of the Senate and propping up this presidency have been enabling this man and this administration in everything that they try to do and has not been saying no, um, even if they don't particularly espouse those white supremacist views that he does, they are enabling them and therefore absolutely complicit in Anything that happens should Donald Trump win the election. Um, I will say that right now, we do not know what the election results are going to be. We, Like I said, in my the next few weeks is going to feel like eight months. We might not know for a while what the election results are. I, I hope that we would find out over the next few days um, what the final vote counts in the un, still of the still uncounted ballots where they end up and that we can find out what's going to happen with America relatively soon. But honestly, I don't know. And that's just the first round because it's been made clear at this point that um, Donald Trump wants to have won regardless of what the results are. And he is prepared to defend that stance with litigation anywhere that he needs to. Um, the hypocrisy is never more naked than it was last night, I don't think, or last night this morning. It was only a few hours ago. Um, basically urging elections officials in states that are still counting where he's ahead to stop counting. 
but continue to count in states where he's behind. It doesn't make any sense. He is absolutely trying to delegitimize this process, and I don't want to stand for it. I this is not a legitimate thing. If I'm going to go back to the point I was making before, because I, I, there's more I want to say about it. Um, there is there is a possibility that in 2017, when Trump was inaugurated, that Republican leadership, and I'm not talking about him, I'm talking about the actual stable Republican leadership. If they had said, we want you as president, but we reject your your lying, your bad views, your everything that he was saying and doing that was bad, other than his like pushing through just regular Republican actions. If they had been pushing back on all of his lies and calling them out as lies and forcing him to kind of play within the norms of politics and tactfulness and decency, we would be having a very different conversation right now. I, I don't think that there's any way. I, I mean, I hoped I thought even in if, when there was a chance that there was a Biden landslide, there's a chance that this could have been bad, that there could have been violence and, you know, that the states would take a while to heal. I would have thought that yeah. at this point, I'm just glad that there is no clear Trump win. And it actually seems like um, right now, the New York Times, as of, as of this recording, the New York Times has um, Georgia slightly leaning uh, Democrat, which would, if everything else goes the way that it's expected to go, would give Joe Biden an actually slightly more comfortable win in the election. And that would honestly make me feel a lot better in that one spot that was supposed to be more progressive overall actually is. And honestly, the problem four years ago, one of the problems, there were many, was that Hillary Clinton did not campaign in the right places. And we were talking, people were talking, pundits were talking about it this time, that everything polling wise seemed to look really good for Biden. And so he started campaigning in places that, as it turns out, were not even going to be close. And I wonder how the race would have been affected if instead of going to um, places like Florida, which it seems like have just been way, have gone way, way Republican, places like Texas, if he had shored up support similar to what Hillary Clinton did, did not do in Wisconsin and Michigan uh, four years ago. That doesn't seem right. Those states are wrong. But that that area, the Rust Belt, if he had been spending more time in the Rust Belt in those states, um, I think this would probably be a different race. And honestly, all we can hope for at this point, all decent people can hope for at this point, is that, um, first of all, that any litigation that happens is quickly cleared up as being completely baseless. And second of all, that um, enough people did get their votes in early in states like Wisconsin and um, it seems like Minnesota's okay, but Wisconsin, Wisconsin and Michigan and Pennsylvania specifically, um, and potentially, like I said, Georgia as well. We can just hope that that's what happened, that um, when they eventually count all the votes, that that's where we end up. And honestly, uh, I'm just disappointed. I, I, not, I did not think I could be more disappointed in the United States after four years ago, but I'm so much more disappointed now. And it obviously it feels like there's nothing we can do because realistically there's nothing we can do. But um, yeah, 
I'm not sad. I'm not, I'm not getting emotional at this point. I'm just angry that, um, first of all, that these people were having these views and angry that they continue to be nearly a majority of the United States. Um, pretty much the only charitable explanation for the United States is just that the Republican Party and presumably the Russian government were able to wield such an effective um, voter manipulation and sentiment manipulation campaign campaign that they were able to um, influence enough voters to either show up and vote for Trump or not vote at all. And it but it doesn't seem like the turnout thing is the issue because we're at record turnouts this year. Honestly, it just feels like um, it feels like the U.S. education system has completely failed and critical thinking skills, which are sorely needed, are just not there. Um, my hope, my sincere hope is that I can pull myself away from this and come up with something else to talk about tomorrow, um, regardless of what the results are. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I want the United States to be in a sane place to feel like. I don't have to think about their politics. Um, honestly, even if the Senate isn't where it was expected to be with a with a slight Democratic majority, um, if Joe Biden wins the presidency, it will be a massive relief. And I just I don't understand the United States. I I worried in 2015 and I worried in 2019 in Canada that we were going to see something like this. Whether it was due to that kind of Trump effect or whether it was due to just um, hyperpartisan politics and polarization, and we didn't see it, and I was very relieved. I still think there's a chance that it might come up, especially now that Donald Trump got reelected or could potentially get reelected. We're not at that point yet. Um, honestly, going into this, I recorded three episodes, um, one on October 27th. One on the evening of the election, one on election day yesterday. And in all of those episodes, despite looking at a 90% approximately chance of Biden winning, it's too close to call at this point. It, it could go either way. Honestly, it depends how many people mailed in ballots and how many of those ballots end up getting counted um, or thrown out in court, which seems insane that that would happen. Um, Honestly, I wonder what part that polling plays in that, given that in 2016, it was a, it was a less solid lead for Clinton, both polling wise and in the percentage that that different um, places gave, like 538. And that probably given seeing how everybody basically said Hillary Clinton's going to win, um, if that depressed voting and in the days leading up to the election, obviously, there was a James Comey letter about her emails being reexamined. Um, but whether that voting drop from people who thought this is a lock affected things. And I wonder even more because this year it was even stronger. It was up from like 60 something percent, 70 percent up to 90 percent for Joe Biden in all the election forecasts, um, all of them saying Trump can win. But I wonder how much people actually in swing states actually bought that or thought, you know, yeah, last year. Four years ago, it was it was a bigger deal. This time, she's got a massive polling lead, so I don't have to go. I don't have to vote. We're going to see if that um, plays a part. But honestly, fool me once, shame on me. Wait, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I won't get fooled again. That's a Michael Scott quote. Um, I'm going to find it really hard to take American polling seriously. I don't. I don't 100% fault 
538 because they couched their results very strongly and they were saying this is you know this is 90% chance but um yeah but obviously anything can happen they were not saying that he can't win and honestly if it ends up with a narrow biden win that's right in the meat of what they said as a possibility of what could happen but the weird thing is how so many states polling were off and looking at the 538 averages and looking at their election calculator where you can put in results of battleground states and it'll kind of calculate the rest of them and see where you end up that's the weirdest thing for me um is that these states are just all over the place if you look at just if you enter the states or if you look at just the states where they're supposed to end up um immediately right off the bat the first thing that flipped was florida and it where it seemed like biden had a decent lead there and it's he just doesn't he just didn't at all um it's once you enter that into the map it completely flips everything around it because the states are all tightly correlated like polling in states is tightly correlated but it turned out it turns out at, at least from what we know now that every state seems completely different and the, st- the results in states have no correlation with each other um it might be i'm gonna have to look at the results again later but it might be that donald trump wins florida by more than he won texas and that was just not supposed to happen that way at all and all across the board we're seeing states that joe biden clearly according to polling clearly should have won and not and losing them by a fair margin by a decent amount but get neighboring states him still having a chance even though they said that was less likely than it it's just a mess polling and saying that states are like one another is just a mess and i don't know if that's because specific advertising only gets shown to across like not across state lines in one state but it's such a weird thing so weird i am not going to keep talking because this is just making me more angry um but i do hope that i can come up with something tomorrow that's not u.s election related and um i'm gonna leave it here thank you very much for listening if you got to this point and uh, i'll talk to you tomorrow bye